0: to brotherly love wrestling and uh on this edition we're going to cover from aew to of course the survivor series and the farewell to the undertaker the final farewell um to start for now with, for now <laughs> yeah <laughs> as much as a final farewell there can be for the undertaker. i mean how many final farewells have we have we had uh, well this is the first final farewell but how many farewells have we had at least two this is like before this, this is like ozzy osbourne like the second to last Ever tour, whatever the hell he had, or Motley Crue with their last ever tour, three, two, three different times, or yeah. Kiss, however many farewell tours. Take like all those done. old people that just can't, just don't don't know when to quit. But I think it's Vince who doesn't know when to quit. I Think Taker. I think he has a say in the matter. He does. He could say no. He could. Yeah. He could he have easily it. said no back when Lesnar ended the streak, or when Roman beat him at thirty three. Yeah, well, we all know why. I mean, now that they did the behind the scenes, we know why, because he wasn't happy with it. That's why I'm saying he should have ended it when he put on a good performance and that was it. Yeah. He should have ended it after at the end of an era. He should have ended it right after Triple H in the Hell in a Cell. Yes. That's when that should have been it. I no agree. more. Because that was perfect. Yeah. That was damn near perfect. And that told another year-long story from the first meeting to the next one. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And it was the end of an era. All three of them. That was the end of that era, and they couldn't fucking do it. <laughs> they just, can't, they just don't know. They just keep revving and revving and revving until the engine blows up. Yeah, you got to put oil in the tank sometimes. At least this, for the Undertaker, the Undertaker. Maybe not American Badass. Maybe not Mark Hall. Either way, the character of the Undertaker. I don't think we're going to see anymore. Well, here's the thing. You know his behind the scenes and how he's not happy when, like. It's not how he planned it or not how he wanted it to go. Yeah. Do you really and honestly think he wants to go out with nobody there to see it? I think at this point, there's no option. Yeah. I think at this point, there's no option, especially with that character. The Undertaker itself, I think, is why he's not going to be doing anything for a while. I mean, they could have just kept it and not, I agree, not had him farewell. There's only one 30th anniversary. So all the the stars aligned and the numbers ran together and everything was perfect. So this was the time to do it. Yeah. Because the exact same day, 30 years. Does that outweigh there not being anyone in attendance to see it? Does it just all the numbers lining up and everything being perfect? Does that really make up for the fact that this is your, this is it for you and no one got to see it live. No one got to be there. You didn't get to feel the energy. Because those filtered in fucking chants, it would have been deafening. It would have been deafening, and Taker would have... He would have been able to feel that. I feel like he he was just... Obviously, he was scripted, and he wasn't able to put any emotion behind it. Like, there was no emotion because there was no fan... He looked pretty emotional in the ring. He he did, but he didn't sound... Like, Uh, that Taker... Like, there's... It's just you go out. You're gonna you're gonna go this amount of time with the fans there. That drags on for another 20 minutes. Is that really what you wanted, though? Yeah. 20, more, for, 20 minutes of him standing in the ring while people, I think there would have been up? there would have been more behind it. I think you there should be more with people there than just three words. You could still do an. Um, well, see, no, was, this was the final farewell. Do, I was going to say, you can't do an Undertaker Appreciation because it is the final Farewell to the Undertaker, the character This was the Appreciation Yeah, uh, I don't know, I don't think it's a big Deal because I think it was done as Perfectly as it can be I don't done. think it's a big deal, but I think They did it and they shouldn't have Like I'm not saying run another Promotion and and Do another angle or anything like that Although with the cinematic Stuff, I mean they could have done one more Yes, they yeah. could. They could have held out and tried to do that one more. They could have tried to do Sting or the Fiend, and, and and then ended it. Well, and that's the one thing that both of us sitting together watching it, were thinking is, all right. I was so. Is lucky. there a window open? Yeah, is there is there anything <laughs> yes. like we waited till that that final WWE lower third network yes. thing came on? We're like, damn, yeah. really? Because yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm like, I kind of want to see something happen. Like we've been so conditioned to want something extra with wrestling yeah because we've gotten it so many times that we got spoiled and now anything that happens we're always thinking in the back of our mind well something's got to happen because it always used to yes it's always something that happened now sorry no not a side question a question <laughs> yeah. on topic for once <laughs> now is is that a nostalgia that should never go away the surprise factor the something happening, like at the end of a pay-per-view and something should happen, not just the, them holding the title up on the ramp or something like that. Well, I think NXT has done a good job with the lower third tees for a lot of their main, whether it's backstab with Champa, Ciampa yeah. um, or people coming back or something like that. NXT has done the lower third really well. And that's, I think, a part of the reason that we expect it because we see the lower third and it's implanted in the back of your head. They've done it to us recently maybe it can happen again. And it's also, we go back to New Japan and how someone comes out and is the next challenger for a title. But I'm not saying that it just has to be a challenger. It's just something happening. I know you can only bring so many people back Mm -hmm. or something like that, but at least set up an angle so you don't have to do it the next night. At least do something that isn't like just ending it. And then you have to try and pick it up and have, I mean, at least if you do something like that and actually Mm -hmm. have it, end with some shenanigans or something that gives you that already gives you the opening for the next night or for for whatever night. yeah or whatever it is whatever wednesday night whatever it is that already gives you that story now you don't have to fumble around like try and piece things together and do like random matches like you already have this you already have one of your main stories i mean it doesn't really happen at all though there's no real shenanigans ever not on the and main then, roster no and that's what's missing like that is, like even for mid card stories or anything, yeah, the surprise, the surprise Just comeback, the different. surprise betrayal, the surprise anything. Aside from Mania and and Rumble, they'll, they'll pull some stuff for Mania, well, and of Rumble, course Rumble. That's Rumble's, a given. That's a that's a different beast, though. Yeah, I mean the Rumble is a story in itself. It's an over the top battle royal for the number one contendership for the title at WrestleMania. That's already self-explanatory. You just get the surprises just for fun because they've spoiled us again in the past. So now they have to keep doing it. So all of us old weirdos can pop when fucking the hurricane come out or Brooklyn Brawler fucking comes out. Just someone obscure. I'll tell you what, I popped huge when the Godwins came out. I was shocked to see them. Well, it was that whole Survivor Series team. Yeah. Well, it was the Goblins, Rikishi, Savio Vega, and Taker? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think you're right. I'm not positive. It was weird. like, But the whole BSK crew being coming out with Godfather and all that, like, that was cool to see all them. The, the one thing I'll say, and I think a lot of people said it, and hell, even my wife, I wa- we watched it back the next day, and she- Did you was, put her through that torture? Well, she, she <laughs> grew up liking The Undertaker as well, so she wanted to see Fair it. Fair enough. And she watched it, and all the legends came out, went dark, they did the promo, come back, and Vince is in the ring. She goes, What was the point of all the guys coming out if they were just gonna leave the ring? And I said, Well, that's one thing you and I said when they did that was Well, you said you said one thing, and I said something different. You said the same thing she said, mm-hmm. and I said they're just there for support. And my reasoning behind that was that they left the ring because if the fiend comes out, he's not beating up 15 guys. Yeah. And the Undertaker. Mm-hmm which that would be a massive rub for him if he was able to beat up 15, <laughs> especially of who was in the ring of who was in the ring. But that's a little bit unbelievable. Yeah. But I mean, I get it. They were just there to show uh, I, uh, they wanted the, the, you get the ring yourself when you're, yes. when you're leaving, you're yeah. always giving it yourself. Like mm-hmm. if someone retires after a match, even if they lose, they're still the last one out of the ring. Yes yeah and, So it's kind of like a show of respect and for, that's why vince left the ring and let taker do what he did you can't have someone else there it takes the the focus some of the focus on what you want everyone to focus on yes yeah so if vince was in the background part of your mind or part of your eye would be like why the fuck is vince still there yeah and it would be taking away from what you want to see mm-hmm. so it all makes sense and they just wanted to bring all the people out just to be like well here's a blast from the past it was a part of taker's uh, storyline or story career. Yes. Here's 30 years of some taker. Yes. And you get random people to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the best part, which a lot of people, people may have disliked or liked certain things, but I think the one thing everyone agrees on is the Paul Bearer oh, yeah. point was yeah. phenomenal. Whale! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Undertaker! <laughs> the hologram was so cool. It was cool to see that. Lion- he <laughs> just opened up a <laughs> casket that you can't close, my friend. All uh, pun intended. I don't uh, even think that's a pun. I think I just made yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think it is. Whale, my Undertaker i do not pretty good falsetto I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised you got your voice that high i'll give it to you on that i know i can do savage i can do paul barra i mean there's no i'm no limit that that's true you have a varied, varied range 14. i'll give it to you very range varied oh varied yeah i thought you said have a very range <laughs> no you my <laughs> friend have a very range thank you <laughs> let's move on to the actual wrestling that went on on in survivor series uh I think it was I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll go start ahead. off by saying it was a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. I think a lot of people came out of Sunday feeling that way. Um, of course, the book. The, I'm not I don't want to touch on the negatives, which were the both Survivor series matches, the men's. and I, I, I don't think they, think they were negatives. I really don't. I think the women's, I think and No. how it ended. I mean, how it ended, maybe, but I think some people got the show out. I think uh, Liv Morgan. Did really well, and she was able to showcase uh, Bianca Belair, of Mm -hmm. course, and she's starting to get more and more spotlight. I thought she was good. Peyton Royce had a really good showing, and um, Lacey Evans even. I think the match itself, I think you got some really cool spots. And, of course, Nia Jax did a leg drop, so that was cool. But (laughs) I think a lot of people – I think there was a lot of good storytelling, and a lot of people benefited from that match in the ring even Baszler got to I mean showcase and I think that her choking out Bianca Belair and her actually passing out as she was going to that wasn't work, a really I thought that was cool a really good spot. I thought that was yes. a nice touch yeah was a good way to protect Belair by while also still making uh Baszler look badass so I don't even I don't even think there was too many negatives I think Lana, Lana, after having her special and how she's treated and all that, and then have her do literally nothing but still be the winner. At least have her do something. At least give her like the credit that she okay, she won it and she did something. Like that would that would be if you're going to pull a negative. That was that was yeah. my negative. Yeah, exactly. I think the men's whether it, the Seth Rollins whether he wanted to fight or compete against Riddle or not and sacrificing himself that was the word coming out of Survivor Series that he never wanted to work with Riddle after the comments his wife made about Becky. Um, that was rolled in on Monday morning and a lot of people talking about that. So that's why he sacrificed himself so he didn't have to be in the match with Riddle. Whatever. I mean, it was a weird spot, but okay, I really don't really care about that. Raw winning, I think, was a McMahon giving the finger to everyone who says SmackDown's better than Raw and he's going to push put Raw over and sweep him at that. So that was it wasn't bad but I think the- although you did pull a story they did pull a story for Smackdown out a bit and that was Jey Uso yes that he couldn't lead his team and which yeah. kind of set up for later on when he came out and helped Roman beat Drew McIntyre so they did as much as it was or it looks like a big FU to Smackdown at least they were able to salvage it and they pulled something from it yeah I mean I mean for once, I'm pulling positives when you're pulling negatives. This yeah. doesn't always happen. So no, I've either rubbed off on you or you've rubbed off on me. Either way. Well, let's go with that match then. Roman Reigns and McIntyre, I think, exceeded my expectation. Not that I don't think either guy is good because they are very good. I think the, I think where Roman's at right now, I think that elevates his matches that much more because it's, it's a lot of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. he's just able to put more into it. And he's supposed to be a badass, and he's supposed to be putting people through tables. It's a, that's the heel thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the bad guy thing to do. So I think, I think that just automatically makes his matches better. Like I think that him having this and being like, he was always, we were always told that he was the best and he, and he then, was the guy. He was very humble about, it. he would say he's the guy. Mm-hmm. This is his yard. Yeah. But it always felt kind of scripted now this doesn't feel as scripted when he's talking yes he's still saying the same thing but it feels like he means it now and he's not just being told to say well and i hear a lot of talent when they do whether they do interviews and again of course they're being fed what to say when they do them but a lot of people are saying and inside insiders are saying that it's this is roman being roman this is He is who he is, and this is how he is, and this I is legitimately how he, sit, how he thinks. It's probably the typical wrestling thing. Like, this is him turned up to 11. Why did it take this long to get this Roman then? If this was the guy, and why did it take the handcuffs off? Why did it take this long? WWE was saying, he's your guy. What's that? This is the guy. What's, why did it take that long? Why, what's that uh, old adage? You don't sell merch as a heel? Yeah. And Roman Reigns sold a hell of a lot of shirts to some young kids. I would like to see the numbers on his shirts now. I mean, that's the oh, thing. Like, arrive, I, I wreck, wreck everyone, whatever. But that doesn't appeal to a kid. So I think he no. loses a lot of that. And I don't think people are aging. Maybe, I don't think they're buying a lot of WWE shirts. Like, I could be wrong, but I feel like it's more of a. It's more of the PG era thing. So it's more younger crowd yep. buying shirts. So that's why they're buying, that's why Bailey and her Bailey, the hugger t-shirts, they were so big. I mean, yeah. I feel like this Roman you find it took him so long because they were making money off him. I mean, they're still making money off him. He's still the top draw for the company, but. And I that's like- evident with the outcome of that match, but they did not make drew Look weak by any means, because it was a no, he took, he, fest. He kicked out of what four spears yeah. and even a spear through uh, the wall. Yes, if they're going through yeah. the table, yeah. No, they didn't make that didn't that didn't hurt. Then he they cheated the win, so nothing hurt. Drew. Exactly, they died. Th- yeah, they arced it perfectly as far as the story in the ring went. Everyone that came fit, out looking very good. That fit that whole thing fit a lot better than I think Roman Orton would have. Yes, yeah. I think, oh yes, although yeah. I think it would have been really good, I don't think it would have been as good as Roman and McIntyre. Mm-hmm. I think those two feeding off each other, like that's what you want. Like that's always what you want. Like those two, like that could that could be the quote unquote WrestleMania main event match. Like that could they that, kept yeah they could kept have saying been it. it and I know they were saying it, but I mean for that instance, that was definitely. If that would have main evented Mania, that would have been a lot better than some of the other stuff that we've gotten. Like anything that Brock's main evented, that would have been better, better than that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- most recently, absolutely. The, the one thing I came away with from Survivor Series is the New Day and Street Profits. and the Street Profits were like, first of all, Street Profits made me want to run through a wall after that promo. It was so good. They got you very, so very fired good. up. It, it's almost like it is like the changing of the guard almost. Yes. It's almost like the torch. It's not handed yet, but you know where it's going. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. There's always those, yeah. that, those second people vying for that spot, like all those other tag teams. But like I think we know where the torch is going. I think, that, I think the profits are the future of the tag team division for all of WWE. And I wanted to bring this up because I wanted to get to a different – location and you know where i'm going with this because we had this conversation watching the pay-per-view i tweeted it yeah so as we're watching this the match happens an amazing match and i still even though drew and roman were great i still think the tag match was match of the night yeah so here's the thing that the on paper the survivor series matches when it's brand versus brand they don't mean anything they don't like there's no title changes like they're not taking a you're, you're not losing a record or anything like that mm-hmm. you're winning bragging rights for your show okay so that's whatever what that means. means whatever that is pride yeah. you're wrestling for pride but they made that match feel like it was a title match like there was yeah like, like it was title for title like, that's what it, it felt they, like it felt like there was a meaning mm-hmm. like in a meaningless match there was meaning yeah like they it felt Like, there was that. And I know it's everyone involved, the characters involved, and how well they put everything together. But they made something that shouldn't have been anything into, like, a Mm one-off. Like, a one-off. You're not like, oh, this is going to be great. like Yeah, yes. But you tweeted it out. You said it. I believe it. The tweet was, and I agree with you when you said it, was the New Day and Street Profits greater than Bucks FTR. Yes. And I believe that. Yes, I believe that for what I said. I mean, you knew going into Bucks FTR, you know that there's there's gonna be they're fighting for something, they're winning or losing. So yeah. with and there's there's the meaning like you they want to see who's the best of that company. Yeah, I know they say best in the world, but over on the other side, I mean, they made they told a story. Like didn't have the story beforehand. They had a little bit of tease in between, but leading up to it was great, and then them being able to actually put together like this was like bragging rights but at like the highest level and that's the funny thing is you t- you take a story like box ftr that's been building for five plus years and everyone waiting for it everyone clamoring for this match and don't get us wrong it was a great match those guys put on but it wasn't even the best aw tag match ever like and you wanted that like they needed that to be the best tag but match ever do you think it's fair to those guys for fans to hold it to that standard no, no, so no, no, early no. i don't think well no what do you mean so early like so like it's only for their, their first match exactly. yeah for their first yeah but their first match th- th- you need to you need to have the greatest match of all time for the buildup and everything that went into this mm-hmm. like the, you were guys were on separate companies and you were clamoring for this match and now it's actually going to get to happen it's got to be the the best tag team match of all time you have to make it that but they couldn't even make it better than uh bucks page omega yeah that was definitely better for sure so by it falling short i mean no i don't think it's too early just if their next one's better or the best of all time then fine they they got it yeah but as of right now for that match that wasn't it wasn't the greatest of all time and I think when when we started... And it breaking, wasn't a bad match. It was not no, a bad match no, whatsoever. No, no, no. I no. think there was parts of the match that were like, all right, well, they're they're kind of rushing some things. And there were some parts of the match that weren't perfect. But, I mean, what it all boils down to it, it was a really good match. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't a better match than New Day yeah. and Profits. Yeah. And that's where we started going. Not to mention fucking Montez Ford's, that blockbuster, like he was literally, there was... Two people, and he had to get... That's six foot on top of six... That's probably, what, ten foot? Mm -hmm. You got six foot and half a person? Yeah. Ten foot almost? He had to get up over... That was fucking crazy. To grab him perfectly, and all three of them perfectly. Everything was perfect. Yeah. Dude, that was insane. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. that Not trying to downgrade AEW, but looking at apples to apples, the, the two top tag teams in AEW versus... The two top tag teams in wwe at this point right now yeah that's is fair. is basically what you're looking at and then looking going forward look private party i'm going to keep saying it is a knockoff of of the profits they I really think, i don't think they're a knockoff not not really uh, knock, maybe that's the wrong word knockoff's the wrong word definitely the wrong but word. they're compared to they're compared to but yes that's no one's that's not either a team's fault no, no no no. i'm saying just i, just think, I think fans that, well that's ignorance yeah well absolutely they're they're different tags it's not either their fault that they're compared i mean not at all it's it's almost not fair to the two that you're comparing them just because of oh they have a similar gimmick and they look alike Mm -hmm. they look similar their colors are the same that's just ignorant i think if you're going to compare talent wise and if you're going to go okay top team so let's say new day top team uh and AEW top team would be bucks We'll just say it's the bucks just As for the sake right of argument. And then yeah. you go next depth. You say Street Profits, And you say next depth, eight FTR. Okay, so it's all pretty much evenly matched. But then you when you get the Usos back, you go Usos in there. And then the Usos would be uh Santana Ortiz or no, who's another tag team that I mean Omega and Page, but they're not a tag team anymore. And then you got the Lucha brothers, and then you got uh Best Friends. Best friends. So I think the depth and for uh, Jurassic Express. Express, and then you Act have the uh SCU, so I think the depth for and then you got um Top Flight that just got signed. You, you could just keep going. I can't list it's, I think the depth is there for that tag team division in AEW. On the other side, WWE just doesn't care about tag team wrestling, they proved that they can do tag team wrestling when they want to, and there's been a lot of different cases of that. Like if you go New Day with uh The Bar, yeah, I mean, those were always really good. I mean, they know how to do tag team wrestling, they just they don't focus on it and they don't have the depth. Now, if they added tag teams from NXT, now you change the story altogether. So now you have, now you you, you equal a little bit if you're going to add NXT into there. Yes. You got Undisputed Area, you got uh, Red Dragon, you got Fish and O'Reilly, or Fish and Roderick Strong. And then you got the tag team champions right now, you got Birch and Odie Lorcan, who are amazing. I mean, the depth gets there. Yes, and I don't even know now that I'm talking. I don't even know what the fuck where we started. How did I even get here? Like, seriously, what am I trying to defend here? What did you say that got me to that? Do you even remember? <laughs> we were ranking and going AEW, comparing AEW. You were, FDR. yeah, you were going. Yeah. You were about to say that AEW doesn't have, isn't comparable to WWE. Still. As far as, as far as top talent like the number ones well like we were saying well that's where i got to i think the w i think wwe and AEW aw matches up really well against wwe for tag teams yes they match up very well absolutely the rest not so much yeah so if you were to bundle it up as a whole and you were just to add okay the women's division obviously we know which one's better i mean you got the main card you got the title card there's more there's just more for wwe yeah and, I mean, you got Styles, Rollins, Roman. You got McIntyre. McIntyre. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who else is in the main title picture most of the time? But even the Orton, Right, right, the Orton, right there, you got – you know, not does match up as well. I mean, mid-card, they probably match up a little bit better. Yes. But still not as good because there's more there for WWE. Well, and that's the thing we've always said is a detriment to AEW is that heavyweight division – when you're talking about either Lance Archer, Jericho, Moxley. I think, you, I think the main thing for AEW is that they don't have enough time. Yes. And, and that's the other thing. Signing a lot of these people that they, they have been signing. They're trying to jam recently. so much in to just for, just for the two hours that you get, how much mm-hmm. they jam in. And it's a lot of it's quality and they do a, a really good job. But imagine if you were able to space that out and you are able to, you were able to decompress a little bit and actually run some well thought out, like get some really good promos in there. I mean, everything seems so rushed because they have very little time and they have to get everybody, all those top people, they have to get on every show. Like if you think about it, like they're getting Moxley in there, they're getting uh, Omega in there, they're getting Jericho in there, they're getting the inner circle in there, they're getting the tag teams either two tag teams or more. They're trying to squeeze in a little bit, of the women's division, they sprinkle that and, and the sl- dark order. And the, they gotta get the they've been getting the dark order and more. Yeah. I mean, Orange Cassidy, they try to get and they, these are the people that show up regularly just for a two hour show. Mm-hmm. Like they need more, t- they need another day. They don't need mo- more time onto that show. They need Although, another hour to two hours show. Here's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. If they were to go to three hours, would they fall to the same fate as Raw and dip off in that no, third hour? I don't, like, think I, they don't would. I don't think they would either. No. I think, I think they'd be a lot better off with a three-hour show. As much as everybody says, "God, I hate the three-hour show," they hate that three-hour show. If they were to do it and do a three-hour show, I don't think you'd have you'd have as much blowback. I don't think there would be any at all. I think, and you'd be able to space things out better. Yeah, and I think, and you use that first hour to elevate. I was gonna say to the WCW mold of using th- that first hour or first couple segments for like, one thing whether it's the women's division whether it's tag whatever but then does a w fall into that same wcw like mentality like okay they're just wcw light or they're just doing everything wc i mean that's one way to look at it i guess they're but always going to get that i think they will always going to get i think that. they will too no matter what they do yeah especially with who they're hiring and whatnot i mean
1: Giovanni, yes. jim
0: ross yeah exactly Well, so while we're on AEW and why you said Jim Ross, I'm going to bring up what I saw and what AEW and what TNT are promoting. And Bill, if you could bring the graphic up for me. Uh, So they're promoting this Christmas story table read with Jim Ross as the narrator of the Christmas story and Cody Rhodes playing the dad of the Christmas story and Brandi Rhodes playing the mom in the Christmas story. And they want fans to vote for all these parts as they do a table read because if you haven't realized by now the christmas story plays for 24 hours starting christmas eve all the way through christmas (laughs) on tnt and and TV. there's some sort of fucking rock (laughs) (laughs) for your entire life (laughs) like literally my entire life this has been going on yes yeah and you look at it and and It was the worst. It was the worst. I hated it as a kid because I hated that movie. What? I hated that movie as a kid, and oh, it ran. Man. Yes, I know, I know. And I, I hated it. And I still don't really like it now. I don't. I don't think it stacks up even in my top three for Christmas movies. Not even how? How dare you? That, what? Oh, I can't believe I could sit next to you and do this shit. I don't know if I can anymore. You can. This changes exactly you how you look to me. I came in. Even... Okay. Go ahead. So anyway, go ahead. Running that. For 24 hours, just killing me because there's so many other Christmas movies that I would rather be seeing. I think because my freaking dad side of family ran into the fucking ground every Christmas Eve. I was just like, I had it, had enough of it. I can't do it anymore. Play something else. Turn, take it off the TV. I'm I'm
1: enabling my audio so the stream can hear me. I'm gonna bring the graphic back up and just move it
0: over, Joe. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you. I, I love. Thank you very much for that, by the way. So. Anyway, back to I'm not even gonna address what we just found out here because I'm thoroughly disgusted. But the thing is, you're I'll voting turn to that. <laughs> you're voting on who else you want in the cast. And can I just say this is just a weird idea, just to begin with? Like just having I- AEW do a table read of one of the greatest <laughs> Christmas movies of all time. But the thing is who they have, Jim Ross as the narrator. I'm checked out immediately me too and like I this this is one of my all-time favorite movies period not just christmas movies brandy and cody i get it but and it's tbs tnt of course dynamite's on it this is just i mean it makes sense i mean from a network standpoint sure let's promote what we do every year but let's promote it through and i think these characters will do a good enough job and do it enough justice but it just seems like it's going to be weird. and I think it's just going to be one of these segments, just like all right. All yeah, right, and what, is it a what? segment, or, or is this actually going to be a special that they're going to expect people to watch, or are they just going to run it intermittently throughout Dynamite, where you get a you'll get a scene here, you'll get a scene there, which probably, probably. the most logical and probably the way I feel like you the can... vignettes that they did with. Uh, but this is a live table read, isn't it? I haven't heard live. Well, if you're voting for the characters to play wouldn't it have to be live if they're if you're going through voting right now are they gonna wait till the votes end and do it overnight and tape it and then i mean they could do whatever the fuck they want but it seems like it would be live there the way they put the tweet out and the social media post out was that we are doing a table read of the movie with aew stars don't say anything about live um, but they do want you to vote, and the voting is all over the place. They want Ralphie... Why are we... Why are we who cares? Don't, don't vote for this. No. Why are we promoting this? Like, we want you to go... We're, no, we're I just promoted. thought it was very, very out there, and I don't know, and it goes with, along with the Shaq thing. There... I think it goes more with the having uh, Jay and Silent Bob at, like, your one of your first... Sure. I think it's more along the lines of that. Like, though no. this has no like, I know like, oh AEW can make anything non wrestling cool, and it can make it a part of. A, that's real cool, man. But <laughs> keep going. I just love that voice. Go ahead, <laughs> go. <laughs> but I mean, I think this has no part of. This is no. Don't put it in wrestling. Like this is. This goes like okay, everything's cool, but this is kind of stupid. There is a limit. Just have Matt Hardy as every goddamn character. If you're going to do it, just have Matt Hardy do every character. And have him, because he'd be the only one that could pull it off. He's the only multi-character wrestler out there. Besides maybe Bray Wyatt. But Bray Wyatt's only got two. yeah, Three, maybe, if you want to have rocking chair Bray. But Matt Hardy's like 20,000 different people. Yes. Like, just have the broken universe do it just have them do it which would be a lot better just a lot better just have them do it at fucking hardy compound and do the reenactment of that's what they should have done this is a lot our idea is a lot better than their idea yes don't have any of those guys anywhere near it no just Just let hardy take care just for
1: just for that for that idea i took the the picture from
0: off of covering joe okay i agree Uh, with that i like that Right, right 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 so um, we'll move on from that. Just something that I don't think they need to do. I something think it crosses the eye. line. I think the Vegas vignettes and the inner circle in Vegas was awesome and touching on the Hangover and, and spoofing that. I thought all of that was gold. So uh, what's to say that this isn't going to be different? Like this is gonna, this isn't going to be as good as that. Like because it's, fr- it's a table read. It's literally them sitting at the table reading the script. That's what a table read is. So what, what? Why is that going to be good? It's not. Matt Hardy would have been able to do it justice. Yes. So from one thing that pissed me off, to the thing that should piss everybody off is this piece of audio that we're going to play. And Bill, if you want to play it right now, we will. Well, let's wait. give a, a preface. For, okay. Uh, Evan today, uh, Wrestling Observer Radio Live or whatever the fuck they're called. The Dave Meltzer spe- special. Alfred Rez was on there talking about his, someone he knew that had leukemia, but uh, said it wasn't Roman Reigns leukemia or yes. whatnot. So, so yeah, you can just listen, play, play listen the again. audio, and then we'll go uh, ahead, Bill. and we'll discuss. But hear me out. It reminds me of my buddy Wang. Because Wang had leukemia, and he did not have the Roman Reigns leukemia. He had, you know, like you take it was leukemia. bad. Bad, 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 bad. But he is now a leukemia survivor. And when you talk to Wang about being a leukemia survivor and you're like, man, what a fighter, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, dude, I didn't do anything. I laid in the bed and they did all the, but hear me out. So, how do I start? Go for it. To, however you're feeling, go ahead. To go and say, not Roman Reigns' leukemia. First of all, asshole! How do you know what the fuck Roman Reigns went through? And I'm not a big Roman Reigns fan, but to go and say Roman Reigns leukemia like no, it's this, not real, this and that to home for... it, it does touch close to home for me, and and that's why I guess it affects me as much as I do. My wife battled um, ovarian cancer, to which we lost our first uh, baby when we were when she was pregnant, but. To say that and downgrade someone's cancer is a piece of shit and lower than a piece of shit move. And this guy that he knows really battled it, but he didn't do anything. He just sat there in the bed, and, and they did all the work. I good I, for him. I, I mean, good for that. Guy. And I'm glad. And yeah, and, and good I'm not. For that guy. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, and I'm glad that he got through it, and it was as easy as he makes it sounds. That's great. But to come and say. And talk about someone's cancer that you have no fucking idea what the fuck you're talking about is a pussy move. And it's absolute garbage that someone would let it come out of their mouth. Not only that, but not to even after it comes out and after you're after you're quoted on it and whatnot, to just be like, oh, shit, I messed up. This isn't what I meant to say. I meant to say even, even if what he meant to say shouldn't have been said anyway, to just at least have an apology or something where, look. I didn't mean for this to, and I don't feel that way, but to when people call him out to be like, no, no, no. And to deny, to deny that he was wrong with what he said and how he said it. I mean, that's, that's like the, the biggest fuck you like, no dude, like you're an asshole. Just admit that you're an asshole. Like, Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Look and have a fucking apology ready, but to be on your guard and be like, no, 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 no. This you're wrong, I, and I'll and I'll I'll tell you why you're wrong. To be mad that I said this, like, dude, own up, be a man, fucking, be a human being, and stop being a fucking prick. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm just gonna move on from that because uh, it's such a, it's it, it's just like, <clears throat> dude, you you're 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 working for Meltzer, like, cool. You're a fanboy. You're, yeah, you're an anti WWE or whatever the fuck you are. Just like. Go be that. Don't talk about shit like that. Yeah. I mean, just go be go be fucking your a cheerleader for fucking five-star matches over on AEW and just fucking sit the real talk out. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't I do want to move on and make this a little bit lighter. I, I okay. want to move go on to you fucking- <laughs> My Undertaker! <laughs> I was actually talking about moving forward with what AEW has coming up, a winner is coming. What does that mean? Well, that's right. God damn it. I know what it means. I mean. just wanted to fuck with you. Yeah. So winter is coming. It's um, about Jon Snow, right? It's and the abominable snowman. Well, you, hey, I'm surprised you knew the character name, I'm, I'm hey, proud man. Of you. But I forgot Joe what the TV name was. Joe is not a Game of Thrones fan, so, but he does know somewhat about it. Evidently, I knew the main character, but I forgot the name of the show. <laughs> so we have Moxley and Omega coming up for winter. Which is a throwback to when they first when he first came in and that was the feud. I think they should have re- I should've they should have named it Jack Frost and had Michael Keaton doing an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> but not him as the snowman, just him as multiplicity. Oh my God, man. <laughs> you ruined everything. God. But all the characters would have been multiplicity. Every wrestler would have had three or four. So again, characters. we're just casting Matt Hardy. No, no, no. This one you can have fun with. Like you can have Jericho come out as like flamboyant Jericho, regular Jericho, and then really dumb Jericho. I think you could get behind. I mean, in today's society that we live in, and the that uh, we couldn't do those characters, like they had to be something different. It have to be like TikTok someone. Regular someone and I don't know what else is like gamer someone. Like that's how you keep it current. Like are, are, are we still talking about multiplicity? Oh, we're not supposed to be. No. <laughs> no. Omega <laughs> against Moxley. I literally almost completely forgot who he was wrestling. That He's wrestled Michael Keaton. <laughs> but- so,
1: so we're all convinced that, that Joe is the number four of our group.
0: The number four. There's if you're, three of us. if you're you going to talk multiplicity, there, you,
1: you know, like when you make a copy of a copy and it's not quite as clear.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, you think I'm the dumb one? <laughs> exactly, Mister. <laughs> I think lamps can have a table reading. You asshole. All right, let's not reference things that the listeners and watch and people watching. Don't I'm know. just sticking up for myself because of my great ideas. But continue, Moxley versus Omega. Yes, the cleaner. Yeah. Here's the thing. I still can't get behind Omega. I don't, I just don't think he's just not a character. I just think he's a, I think he's a very, very, very good wrestler. But I don't think like, I'm going to be honest, I didn't like the cleaner in New Japan. I didn't like that whole gimmick. Like, I don't like his gimmick. You like what he did in the ring? I like what he did in the ring. And I think that's where he excels. I think his in ring work is fucking top notch. I think it's the, maybe the best or one of. There's probably like one in 1A column that's a long column, but his character and who like I don't get it like I honestly I don't get it like I at least get Moxley he's the tough guy he's cool he's an anti like I get it I'm not saying I'm a fan of it but I don't get the Omega like cool like I come out with two girls with brooms and I don't like I don't like that I come out with my I don't glasses. like that part of the game like he looks like a knockoff of someone that Vince would create like he looks like or he could be a Vince creation like a mid-card creation is that's his character like, I don't see that as main event. All right, so let me – is the reason you see it like that is because we are programmed as fans coming up through the Attitude Era in the WWE is that you didn't have to be great in the ring, but you had to be very good on the mic to survive in that era. And he no. is exact opposite. Does that bother, bother you because of that? No. I think today's world, though, you have to be a really good hybrid of both to be – that, I mean, agree with that. Like to keep the storylines going, yes, I'm a great champion and I can have great matches, but those great matches are gonna they're gonna fall away sometimes. You gotta carry it with your promo work. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, it's sure. great that you're good in the ring, but you gotta carry the everything you don't do in the ring, all the stories that you gotta set up. Like, how many people are that good in the ring that can match up with you? Like, that can be a viable threat to your championship. Not many, because he's great in the ring. You're talking about on the AEW roster? Just no, just period. Just period. Like, how many people can stack up in the ring with him? Not many, but I mean, for him to get truly over, he's got to have it on the mic, too. Like, he's because if someone can destroy him on the mic, then I think that they should beat him in the ring. Like, if they make you look like a fool, it's cool that you're a cool wrestler, but I mean, if you can't back up anything what you're doing with your word, then I think it I, you lose a step, or you lose a point, or you lose a star. If we're in the Tokyo losing event. anything else, if we're in Tokyo, <laughs> though. Okay, and the other the other big event recently announced is War Games. Don't yes, we, which I mean it's hard not to with how good NXT has done. What Michael Keaton, What Michael Keaton movie could that be? The Beetlejuice will you forget about michael keaton i'll never forget about michael keaton <laughs> be, be <fucking> crazy. <laughs> who's the fucking asshole now forget about michael keaton <laughs> <laughs> well look Talking what about you, batman what, <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> what what i'm really excited for for war games is the women's war games i'm just mean, excited for that because i think that i loved it in wcw like i loved war games and i think they're doing it justice when they brought it back yeah i just love the pay-per-view i i like i kind of like gimmick pay-per-views i'm not one of those like i like i like if they're not done like every fucking month mm-hmm. like yeah. i like the gimmick pay-per-view like i like hell in a cells i like elimination chambers i like those big gimmick matches. i love the war game match i like multiple rings and cages just give obviously, me what I want. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. World War Three. Describe. Give me some World War Three, motherfucker. God, Isn't that would have been great to fucking that would have this is like this is the time for that. Or is that two gonna, time or is that too time sensitive? Like you can't have a pay-per-view called World War Three, because there might be a World War Three. If you had to bet right now who would who's gonna would do World War Three. And obviously who obviously know. WWE has Listen the rights to the name, but yeah. something like that in AEW or NXT. Who do you think would do it first? I don't care, honestly. Who would I, you rather see do it with that roster? Put it that way. Uh, I'd like to see AEW do it. Okay. I'd like to see AEW do a World War III because I think WWE has enough. Like, I think AEW needs more, like, cool yeah. gimmick stuff. Yeah. Like, I think that would be great. And I think they have the amount of people or they can – like, I think they have the ability to introduce more. Yes. Like, different. Yeah. Like, not just bring back old time. Like, it would all be – it would all feel new and fresh. I think it would too. Yeah. So I, that's why I'm saying AW. But I mean, those fucking like war games. Like, sign me up for all of them. Like, mm-hmm. I love those fucking cool pay per views. Like so, that.
1: so I just have a quick question. Yeah. How uh, how long before Cody books himself
0: as Jimmy the King? Yeah. <laughs> um I mean, he's not already. Yeah. I I I don't even know how to answer that because <laughs> he books himself as everything at this point. So I, anything's impossible. For, uh, Cody he Rose. just wants to keep himself out of that main title because he's afraid of the backlash. So he's going to book himself a match with Shaq. He's always got to have the buzz around them. It's just that. And it, we didn't talk about that on our show. We talked about it on Fallout with Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. Who we lost to. Yeah. And we're not too proud. Up, Ups to them. They, they beat us in the second they, round. They fucking so rigged it. They had their family and friends call in. They voted fucking anti pops and cheer, chair shots <laughs> fucking they had her five burner accounts and she fucking voted in heavy favor of the heel pops I mean it was a fix they rigged it they rigged it coming in that's why we can't have them all on again I mean they, uh, they fucking they played the numbers well congratulations boys yeah but so the rubber. Match- the fact of the matters were what got them I think how many mischief threw out fucking a lot of, 150 a lot of facts. facts of the matters a lot of facts of the matters for sure but I think they were just louder. I think that's pretty much all our he had. Are better. I think it's all he had. He was doing the dice move too much. <laughs> so, a rubber match will be coming. We don't know how, we don't know when, but a rubber match will wearing. be coming. We'll all this. be wearing rubber. No, no, that's not how that works. It's not how that works. No, no. no, no we're no. not going to be wearing rubber. No, no rubber whatsoever. Not well, on the soles of your shoes? I'm not wearing shoes. Oh, are you wearing shoes? Yes, you I are wearing shoes. Um, so, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, why don't, I, know, why don't look, you tell me what kind of shoes you're wearing? I think the confusion is where we're going to end this show. Um, make sure you tune in next week for well, whatever we're going to talk about, um, whether it be Monday Night Raw or actually will be the day before uh, Winter is coming. So we're I'm sure we're talking about Black Friday shopping. We can mix that in there. Before, like now or after? After. Okay, cool um so we hope you enjoyed the show or somewhat of the show uh make sure to follow us here on twitch or Go on, watch our, Batman. On, our, on our youtube youtube page you can find all our links and platforms where the podcast and where this show will air uh linktree slash 215 wrestling and um head over to what a maneuver grab our merch we got a new wawa inspired Brotherly Love Wrestling shirt. Gotta have BLW. Oh, you gotta have that Wawa. If you're living in the in this area, the Philadelphia, the tri-state area, you know fucking Wawa and you know us. Go get yourself a shirt. Yes. Best quality shirts.
1: Yes, by far. Just just as an interjection, the uh what a maneuver link is on the Twitch page, as okay. well as yeah. all the other
0: links to all the That's why media he's our and everything. Yes, thank you, Bill. So uh we hope you enjoyed the show. Please come again next week and uh join us and enjoy the show. <laughs> Come on, man. Are you fucking 12? Jesus. Get your mind out of the goddamn gutter. I'm not the only one that thought that, that was a weird that was a weird way to join us. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed. Thanks so much for watching and listening. And we'll be talking to you very soon.